0: Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Sal Vetri here, and we have a Tuesday, March 10th, 2020, nine-game NBA slate. Totally different, three times the amount of games as last night's three-game slate, but the chaos on last night's three-game slate, if you did not partake, was wild. Eric Bledsoe about two and a half hours, two hours before lock, ruled doubtful as the best play on the slate currently at my uh, for my projections at that point. About five to 10 minutes or so, uh, maybe 15 at most before lock, uh, the Bucs release a lineup that does not have Dante DiVincenzo, Chris Middleton, or Brooke Lopez in it. Has a bunch of uh, scrubs, I guess you can say, in it. Uh, this happened last year with the Atlanta Hawks game that actually went into overtime. The Bucs, Giannis already was ruled out for that day. Then they put out a statement that Eric Bledsoe, um, Middleton, and Brooke Lopez, they weren't going to start, but they would be available to play. They didn't end up playing. So second, I saw that I pulled them from the projections. Trying to project a team that doesn't have its top four players and then Divincenzo. So potentially, it's it's top five players playing is almost impossible. We we got the projections up about five minutes before lock. Some people said they didn't get the notification email, so like a minute after or whatever. But. Um, yeah, if you did not play the Bucks players last night and you were, you were up, you were paying attention, you were not playing on terrible old FanDuel, um, then you ended up probably profiting. The $222 two game night slate had 50% Dante DiVincenzo, 30% Chris Middleton, 10% Brooke Lopez. So a lot of people were just rolling the dice. A lot of people just didn't see the news. And then to make it even better for the players who didn't, have any of those, and and we're still live. Norman Powell gets injured right away, 50% owned in that contest. So let me just paint this picture for you. About 70 to 75% of the lineups last night in the 222, which is about 200 lineups total, um, $10,000 to first contest, were dead. They were just drawing dead. They had either one, two, or three zeros in their lineups. One even had four, or a couple even had four zeros in their lineups. So um, the the contest paid out about 20 to 22%. And Only 25 to 28% of the people in the contest were actually live to win it because they didn't have zeros in their lineup. So it was unreal. Um, The second I saw the news, I was able to get that lineup changed, get all my earlier slate lineups changed, and actually salvage some of those that had like PJ Washington in it. Just absolutely brutal performance for six points. Um, But... Then I just started loading up. Um, and at that point, I think it's worth taking as big of a risk as you possibly can. And at that point, it didn't seem like a big risk. Once all those players are not named starters, seems pretty clear that if that's in the lineup you're running out there, um, unless they got like in some sort of disciplinary reasons, all of them, uh, that you're, you're probably good to go. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a situation where if, 50 to 75% of these fields are going to be taking the L that night. You better be jumping off when there's a really reasonable chance that those guys are not going to be playing. And honestly, I would lean that they're probably not going to be playing once they're not in the starting lineup. So I ended up loading up on, too bad it was only a two-game night slate, but loaded up on as as much contest as I could. 10, 15 minutes before lock, there wasn't a lot left, but I have a ton of tickets now. Um, But uh, the most profitable night ROI-wise, not quantity-wise, but ROI-wise I've had so far and it was it was fun I, I wish I could have gotten a, a 150 in but the, that that whole contest was already filled up before we got that news sadly but that is just a recap of last night because I'm sure a lot of people are going to ask I'm sure there's going to be a ton of comments that say f the bucks or whatever but hey man just don't play on Fandle <laughs> um so with that said, we have a ton of injury news here. Today's video is sponsored by Fantasy Draft, who, like FanDuel, does have uh, a late swap feature or a no late swap feature, which, again, does suck. But you are not paying 15 to 30% rake uh, in the short term and over your life term on Fantasy Draft. So when nights like last night happen, uh, it, it's already kind of banked up in your Fantasy Draft rake savings that they have in your settings. So check out Fantasy Draft. If you're somebody who plays cash games still for NBA, again, I, I really don't think there's a point to be playing cash games in NBA anymore. They are pretty much a solved game, in my opinion, the most solved game in DFS. But if you do like to play those and you do like to play uh, lower stakes GPPs, head over to Fantasy Draft. You're just not getting charged Drake. You're not getting 10% of your your buy-in taken out by by the man himself. So check out Fantasy Draft. I'll link up their NBA lobby down below. They usually have a really good pick and roll contest. they like to team up with me to give some giveaways. So go ahead and support them over there. And then also I have Patreon exclusive content linked down below as well. Hit that subscribe button. I might be going live again later today. Usually only do it on the smaller slates. I did it yesterday, but usually uh i want to push for this 20,000 subscribers so going live uh usually in the middle of the day when not a lot of people are live gets a lot more people uh, into the streams that normally won't find me so appreciate you all little recap of last night's mayhem um tonight is is, is tonight is going to be probably worse um uh, for the people who didn't get the bucks out probably not but i currently have 27 pieces of injury news and i didn't list like two guys cuz they were like not as meaningful but there's like 30 pieces of injury news going out and it's already, it's only 6 a.m. as I record this. It. So it's currently 6 a.m. on the nose uh, with 30 pieces of injury news for a nine-game slate. Normally, nine-game slates, like a lot, will be 10 pieces of injury news. No, no. We are, we are officially approaching the final month of the season right now. There's like, I think exactly, uh, I, I don't know, I think April 15th is the last day of the season. So with a month left of the season... If you follow NBA normally and DFS normally, the last week of the season is just a chalk quest. Like I probably won't even cover the last week of the NBA season because this list that you see over here right now with 30 names, it's going to be about closer to 50 names and you're not going to know who's playing. Nobody's going to care who's playing. They're going to rotate in every single person on 12 to 13 man benches and none of them will be the starters. So uh, yeah, it'll be very similar to what the Bucks rolled out last night, except across the league in the final week of the season. So that seems like a little bit of a taste of what we're getting tonight. So injury news, starting in Brooklyn, Garrett Temple's out with an ankle. In Boston, just Jalen Brown is out with a hamstring. In Chicago, we have a good amount of news. Zach Levine will remain out, and they already gave us news that Kobe White, I think Kobe White is the third best rookie in the league behind John Morant and Zion right now. Colby White is probable to start. He is going to start ahead of Tomas Sadaransky in this game, and he's just been an absolute monster. So Levine's out with the quad. Ryan Archidiakono is questionable with an Achilles. Um, so that'll help Shaq Harrison, who's been playing 30 plus minutes in three straight and playing really well, 30 plus fantasy points also in three straight. But Kobe White's just been an absolute monster. If you just take Zach Levine off the court this year, in 889 minutes, the biggest sample for any players in the Bulls, Kobe White has a 1.12 fantasy point per minute ranking. That's fantastic for a player who is at priced at 6,800 and is consistently now playing 32 plus minutes. And now what gets even better is if you just take his last, I don't know, let's go last five, five weeks of the season right now to start of February with, and also take Zach Levine off the court. During that time, Colby White in 240 minutes is producing a 1.31 fantasy point per minute production. He has been absolutely fantastic over the last month, month and a half. This rookie has been thriving just in general on the season. He's been good, but yeah, if you start taking the smaller samples of what you're seeing as of late, it's going to look really good. Colby White seems like a strong play today once we get to that part of the show. In Cleveland, Darius Garland and Tristan Thompson will be out today. So Andre Drummond came back, played big minutes, and scored 50-plus fantasy points. So that looks like a nice spot again for him. With Darius Garland out, you can imagine Matthew Delvadova continues to get big run into the 30-plus minute range. Um, it's just a matter of time until these guys get back, and then the salaries start to get a little bit too expensive on those guys. Delvadova at 4K is still too cheap if he's going to play 34 minutes at the point guard position tonight against Chicago. In Dallas, lots of injury news. Seth Curry remains out. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist hasn't really been playing minutes, but he's out. And Willie Cauley-Stein is out. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is questionable, and so is Luka Doncic. So the biggest piece of news here is what happens with Luca. Um, that's all we have to really be waiting for today. Uh, the, the news on Seth Curry it'll help guys like DeLon Wright. It'll help guys like JJ Barea to an extent. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been playing huge minutes in the mid to upper thirties as of late, but you want this news on Luka. If Dorian Finney-Smith is out, yes, Maxi Kleber sees a little bit extra run, Josh Jackson. um, But what we're hoping for here, or Justin Jackson, what we're hoping for here is Luka Dantich news. If Luka Dantich is out so far this year, Christoph Borzingis is averaging 1.39 fantasy points per minute. He is the third highest fantasy point per minute producer in the league over the last month of the season. He's been on an absolute tear, only behind Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So uh, he stands out a ton. Uh, J.J. Barea, if there's no Luca and no Seth Curry, is going to have to play mid 20s and minutes. He's a guy this year without Luca on the court who averages 1.19 fantasy points per minute. Just a monster. lawn Wright uh, over a fantasy point per minute producer. Jalen Brunson has still been injured, so that's another person to keep an eye on in terms of like he's not going to be on the court. So Tim Hardaway Jr. averages a fantasy point per minute. All stuff, all shit hits the fan with no DeJounte Murray, no Aldridge for San Antonio who we'll get to if indeed Luka's out because of the no Jalen Brunson, because of the no Seth Curry, and just a ton of minutes to go around to these guards, it would make Berea, it would make DeLon Wright, it would make Tim Hardaway Jr. all appealing and attractive. It would make Christoph Porzingis a really appealing option. In Golden State, no Draymond Green, and Steph Curry is is questionable with his illness. If Steph Curry plays, I think you're still going to see the 26 to 28 minute limit. Maybe we get it raised to 30 but at 7,800, I'll probably avoid it. Draymond bringing out makes Eric Pascal, who's been scoring 30 plus fantasy points in like five straight games, appealing at 5,700, but a really brutal matchup for him against the Clippers today. In Houston today, Eric Gordon and Ben McLemore are going to be questionable. This is somewhat important news because if they're both out, you're going to see a rise in just overall minutes to the mid-30s probably for Daniel House. You'll see a good amount of minutes increases for Jeff Teague, Thabo Savalosha, and Austin Rivers off the bench. In Indiana, Victor Oladipo remains questionable with a knee. I'm going to continue to project him in for around 30 minutes. He's just been playing through a questionable tag, but they can just give him these maintenance days whenever they want, as long as they just list him questionable and not as a load management thing. And then Doug McDermott is doubtful with a toe entry. You probably just get those minutes going to Jakar, Jakar Sampson. Uh, the Lakers, LeBron James, questionable with the groin. So LeBron might just be taking the night off tonight, um, just as a, a precursor to see what happens when LeBron's off the court this season. Anthony Davis averages 1.53 fantasy points per minute in 558 minutes with no LeBron. That's just a little bit better than his normal. Like he continues to just be a monster. Uh, he's normally like a 1.45 guy. Dwight Howard's a 1.12 guy. The big one is Rajon Rondo. Like if you get no LeBron tonight, Rajon Rondo averaging in 500 minutes flat, a 109 or a 1.09 fantasy point per minute production. That's the big one that you want to watch out for. Um, Not much else matters after that. Uh, Rondo's going to be dirt cheap. Rondo's usage rate spikes to around 21%, where it's usually nowhere near that. And then you're just going to get bigger minutes out of Rondo, a player who is cheap tonight. So keep a close eye on that. Rondo would be one of the better values if LeBron was to miss. Keela Martin from Minnesota. I wasn't going to give him minutes anyways, but he's out with an ankle. Uh, For New York, Dennis Smith Jr.'s questionable with a concussion. Probably not going to give him minutes because of just all the wings there. If he does play, I'll maybe give him five just because like Wayne Ellington, Reggie Bullock, uh, Frank Nielakine, all these guys you got to give minutes to starts to get a little noisy. DeAndre and Cam Johnson are going to be out. You finally have Aaron Bain's price point coming up. It's still affordable. Like he's, I think, 5900 I, I don't really want to get there as much. Like I'm not going to prioritize it against Portland, but he's in play. Like he's not out of play. He'll be in a player pool for me today. In San Antonio, Lonnie Walker's questionable with a shin. Lamarcus Aldridge remains out. So fire up Trey Lyles. Get some Rudy Gay if you want. But The big one, DeJounte Murray is out without a timetable to return for his calf injury. So I'm going to project Eric White to start here. This just helps a ton with a guy like DeMar DeRozan today. You already have no Aldridge off the court, which spikes uh, DeMar DeRozan's upside. Now, if you take off DeJounte Murray and Jacopo, just for a true sample, um, you're going to get in a very small sample with no Aldridge and, um Murray. It's only like a 100 minutes, but DeRozan's averaging 1.36 fantasy points per minute. You just have a ton of these guys picking up production. Derek White around a point nine guy, so... I'm going to project Eric White to start. It'll make him look appealing. It'll make, obviously, DeRozan looks really good. Trey Lyles looks great once again with no Aldridge and no Murray now. So more usage and production and minutes to go around for him. And then also just guys like Bobby, Patty Mills, guys like Brins Forbes. Bryn Forbes played 32 minutes in the last game. Patty Mills is probably going to get into the, the low to mid-20s, and he's a productive player. So all those guys are in play. Lastly, for Washington, Jerome Robinson is questionable with his Achilles injury. When he has been playing, he has been starting and playing big minutes. If he was to play, it would make um, Shabazz Napier look a little bit worse. Ishmith's still out? So that was a list of about 30 players. We never usually spend that much time. Hopefully you're still here and you're bearing with us. But be sure, I'll put this up here right now, be sure to check out Patreon throughout the day. There is going to be changes to the projections throughout the day when there's literally 30 players in the morning listed as injury news and a lot of them being questionable. The projections will be changed throughout the day. Projections will probably go up in the afternoon today. Um, I have a meeting with my financial advisor, my SmartVestor Pro around noon. So I'll probably have the projections all finalized around two. Hopefully we get some more practice reports or, or shoot around reports, things like that throughout the day. But I currently have on here 20 players to look out for. 20 players to look out for trying to factor in some of these injuries, and I'll talk when I get to those ones. Russell Westbrook on the top at 10100 As long as Westbrook's going to be $1,000 cheaper than Harden at this point, the way that the Rockets are playing, resorting to small ball and Westbrook being the primary rebounder on this team, I'm going to get to Westbrook. When he is locked into close to 10 rebounds on most nights and obviously 10 points, his triple-double upside at this price point is just so high. Like the worst performances you're getting out of Westbrook are mid to upper teens in fantasy points, low to mid rebounding totals, and then mid to upper um, single digits to around 10, 11 assists. Like that's the the bottom, uh, the average of what he's producing since they've gone to this new uh, just scheme of playing small ball. So Westbrook, I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him over Beal at that same price range. Obviously, the question tags around Luca, so I'm going to leave him off for now. But I put Christoph Porzingis on here, a 1.39 fantasy point per minute producer this season with no Luka on the court. I like Kristoff either way against San Antonio today, like he'll be in a player pool, but I prioritize Kristoff, obviously, if Luka's out. Damian Lillard's price points dropping, um, and also Kristoff's a 1.15x multiplier on Superdraft. If you want $10 free to use on Superdraft, you can get the link down below upon deposit. Lillard against Phoenix, it's a Great matchup for Lillard, Um, $9,100. The price point has been dropping, has not been playing the huge minutes, but the games haven't stayed close since he's come back. Uh, And I'm going to project him from around 35 tonight. Not shocked to see him erupt. Andre Drummond with no Tristan Thompson at 8,700. Again, a fantastic matchup against Chicago. Like Wendell Carter Jr. might get in some serious foul trouble here in his limited 25 minutes or so. $8,700. I'll project Drummond for around 33 to 34 minutes, maybe even more just based on how many guys are out still for this team. Randall at 7,600 for New York against Washington. It's a really nice matchup for him. This game is not on super drive, sadly, but he would be the one of like the two pieces from New York that I would get to today. Talk about the other one in a second. Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert is very, very hard to ignore at this point. Um, LeVert is a guy who on the Nets since Kyrie Irving has been out. And if you really just want to take a sample of this, you just have to look at really the last five weeks or so. That's around the time that Kyrie went out. So just the beginning of February, uh, right around there. If you take that sample of about five weeks with Karis LeVert back, it is clear that he is the the guy on this team over Spencer Dinwiddie In 400, excuse my alarm, in 460 minutes with Kyrie off the court in the last five weeks, Lavert is averaging 1.31 fantasy points per minute. This is a, mo- like he is a monster fantasy point or point per minute guy and producer compared to Spencer Dimity, who is still fine in similar span, 438 minutes, lost some minutes in closing time a couple of times, especially when Levert was going off, averaging 1.15. So a, a better producer overall, a better usage player is Levert, having a 31.3% usage rate to Dimity's 259 like Lavert's numbers look very similar, point per minute wise and usage wise, to a guy like Demar Derozan when Aldridge is off the court, and we're all scrambling to play Derozan, or at least we have been at the low seven K tags, even today at seventy four hundred. And Lavert's the exact same price point, point. and Lavert has a better super draft multiplier, one point four five X compared to Derozan's one point three five X. So I get it; people are kind of scarred from the the early earlier season stuff when he's injured, when he's not producing well, when he's coming off the bench and stinking. But this is he is he is embodying the fantasy point per minute producer. Of DeMar DeRozan, exactly number-wise, 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer, similar to DeRozan, if not the same, and he's the same price point. So if he continues to be cheap, I'm going to get to him. The issue is that his matchup against the Lakers is is a tough one, but look, he's the primary scorer on this team. He's the guy who's getting the ball down the stretch in crunch time. So I like LeVert. I like DeRozan for the exact same reasons. There's no DeJounte Murray today. There's no Aldridge. He's a 1.3 guy with just Aldridge off the court. He approaches a 1.4 fantasy point per minute producer with no Murray and Aldridge in a very small sample. Colby White is starting today. We talked about his rates, a 1.3 plus guy over the last month, um, last five weeks, some of that without Levine, even when Levine has been off the court for the whole year, he's over a 1.1 guy, even when Levine has been on the court, uh, he's over a 1.1 guy and now he's starting and he has a 1.65X multiplier and he's probably going to play against the worst backcourt um, that has Con Sexton and uh, Chetty Osman out there, two of the worst defenders in the league last year, bottom five, each of them, Sexton was the worst. I believe Chetty Osmond was the third worst in the entire league last year have made improvements just naturally this year for those guys, but I'm um, still bad. He's going to go up against those guys for about 34 to 36 minutes today. Uh, he's just an absolute monster. I love this kid. Tim Hardaway Jr. at 6,300. I like him a lot more if Luke is out, but he's playing big minutes. So 6,300 doesn't kill you either way, but I'm only really going to get there and prioritize it. If Luke is out, Malik Beasley is a very safe play against Houston today. You're going to get a lot more minutes. You're going to get a lot higher pace He's an interesting GPP play because his floor seems very sturdy when he's going to play 35 minutes in close games. If this game stays close, he's $6,200. It's a very strong play if you're talking about a floor and his ceiling upside is there. Like if he's going to shoot 18 to 20 times and shoot just a little bit of better than average, then he has that 40, 50 point upside. Marquis Chris at 6K, no Draymond um, right now. He's been consistently going out there and playing 28 minutes. He gets another strong matchup against the Clippers. The one spot that they struggle is against centers. Maybe they run Marquise Chris off the court a little bit, but if anything, he can play small ball center. So I like him. Jabaz Napier. If Jerome Robinson is out, I'll probably get there more. He's one of the guys I like the least on this list because he just went off. He played 40 minutes. He dropped 50 fantasy points against his former team, the Heat. And now he got a little bit of a price bump. So at 5,600, I could probably avoid it. But if Robinson is out, he's just going to be in line for more minutes. Uh, Chetty Osman playing huge minutes. I'm going to project him for 37. He's 5,400. It's hard to ignore in a good matchup against Chicago. Um, the price point is getting up there, though. So I guess you can lean off a little bit. Trey Lyles at 5,300. Strong matchup against Dallas today. No uh, Aldridge, no potal. He's going to continue to play 30 plus minutes. I'll give him 32. This one's really interesting, especially for Super Draft. Shaq Harrison has played three straight games at thirty plus minutes. He scored thirty plus DraftKings points in three straight games. Look, if Ryan Archie Diacono is out today, he is currently questionable. I'm gonna get back to Shaq Harrison on DraftKings at five thousand. Even with the price bump, but Superdraft lagged behind. Superdraft still hasn't been say 1.95x multiplier guy. Now, on a slate where there's other guys with good multipliers, it might be harder to get there, but this is one of the best multipliers in the slate for a guy, and we'll get to another one in a second. They're kind of projecting him as if he's like a flat minimum guy in DraftKings when he's clearly a $5,000 guy. I will only get there if Ryan Archidiakono is out, because then that's another like 15 to 20 minutes out of the rotation probably closer to 20. And Shaq Harrison has already been named the starter. They gave us their lineup on Monday night. What a great team. I wish the NBA all did this. Derek White, I'm projecting to start 4,600 in place of DeJounte Murray. Looks good. Anthony Melton, I'll always have him on here because he finally played 30 minutes, stayed out of foul trouble, game stayed close, played 30 minutes in the last game for Memphis, uh, $4,600. If I give him 24, he'll even pop. DJ Augustine, hopefully you were on him with me and Matthew Delvedova in that last time out that they were on the slate. They got the price bumps, but he's been playing bigger minutes, 25 plus in back-to-back games, $4,300. There's probably better value on the slate with the minutes upside, like Matthew Delvedova below him. But I still think Augustine's in play, slowly getting his role back that he had last year in the beginning of this year. Delvedova, $4,000, 7,700 on Fantasy Draft, The presenting sponsor of today's show. Check that out over there. And check out the 2X multiplier over on Super Draft. Look, Dele is is going to play 34 minutes today against Chicago, who doesn't have Chris Dunn, who doesn't have Ryan Archidiacono, who doesn't have Zach Levine, pretty much a banged up backcourt. Like a a Chicago backcourt that is a good defensive backcourt when healthy with Levine and Chris Dunn, not today. Matthew Delvedova, if he starts once again, and I expect him to, at 34 minutes, he'll project out for somewhere in like the low, maybe to the mid-20s. So the 2x multiplier, it's probably not as appealing because you need your guys to be dropping like 50 to 60 plus on Superdraft to stand a chance, but $4,000 on DraftKings, very appealing. Patty Mills at 3,100. He should play. He's a productive player on a fantasy point per minute. He should play somewhere now, 20 as his low number of minutes, maybe up to 25. If hi, if he's playing good, even higher with no DeJounte Murray on the court. No DeJounte Murray means that at a bare minimum, they have to replace like 26 minutes, likely 28 minutes in their guard rotation today. They're going to replace that with Eric White. He should play around 30. Bryn Forbes, he should play mid to upper 20s. And Patty Mills, who should play mid to upper 20s. So. All those guys are appealing to me. Once again, I don't have them on the list, but if there's no LeBron James today, Rajon Rondo becomes a very strong play as well. This is the nine game slate. This is the nine game slate that features the most injury news that we have seen all year long after the slate that just ruined everybody's life last night on the three game slate. But hopefully you survived that. Hopefully you survived this one. Again, I'm not sure if I'll go live for this. I'm trying to go live more a couple times a week for the NBA stuff reach new people, provide even more content. A little bit harder right now as a lot of things are, are, are being planned for the NFL, um, as a lot of things are being planned for the MLB season on my end, uh, as well as just personal life. So um, maybe not today for this nine game hectic slate, but definitely some more probably uh, on Thursday or maybe even tomorrow on Wednesday. But be sure to check out uh, everything else we have over on Patreon for the XFL stuff going out there. For the PGA, the Players Millionaire Maker this week for PGA, check that stuff up. We're going to have stuff on Patreon. Be sure to check out the presenting sponsor of today's show as well, Fantasy Draft. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button on whatever audio version for a $25 giveaway um, that you're listening on, a raffle, and then also hit the subscribe button and a notification bell over here on YouTube so you get notifications whenever I go live and upload. Peace out, gang. Thank you so much and enjoy your day. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.